up, folks. It is Justin with Feel Strong. It is 5.01 in the morning. I'm headed to work, so you know what that means. We have another edition of the uh, 501 Chronicles. I want to dig into something. I had a long conversation yesterday with someone, and this has come up a few times in the past couple weeks. I want to talk about personal training. One-on-one, in person, two physical people, a coach and an athlete, getting down, personal training. And I want to talk to people who, uh, this is both for athletes and for coaches, uh, because I think it's really, really important, and people don't understand what it is and what it can do. So, first things first, what is personal training? Personal training, one-on-one, spending whatever it is. And there's a few different, you know, there's different ways to structure this, depending on what you do for fitness right now. If you are a someone who is really consistently working out, Maybe this is a like 20 or 30 minute skill session, a super focused, I just want to work on this one element, this one thing I'm trying to do, this body weight movement, this barbell positioning thing, this piece of stretching, this piece of rehab, this piece of recovery, whatever it is, 20, 30 minute or a full training session, you know, 45 to 60 minutes, uh, depending on what kind of stuff you're going after. Usually for me, Typically, this does not involve like a conditioning piece, the super hot and sweaty workout. However, that is because the overwhelming majority of people that I do one-on-one personal training with are already doing that in their lives. But it certainly can, uh, especially if you're someone who's not super comfortable with doing the conditioning yet, or you're intimidated by group classes, by your CrossFit, your F45, your Orange Theory, your Berries, your whatever it is. If you're not sure about that, getting your toes wet one-on-one can be super useful. I truly believe that one-on-one personal training is minute for minute the most valuable money you can spend. Why is that? If you have a coach you can trust, and that's really important. Obviously, you need someone that you like working with, someone that you want to work with, someone who you think has your interests at heart, someone who knows what they're talking about and you think isn't going to hurt you, as well as someone who you think isn't going to waste your time. These are all important, and you got to poke around. You have to find these people. But the focused attention of that person is incredible. Versus, and let's put this up against like your group class model, and I love group classes. Uh, I'm still excited about the group class I took yesterday. I'm on my way to coach another group class. I can go on and on about the value of that. And certainly for whatever the average ends up being, you know, $11 a class, $11 an hour, the group class is an amazing value. However, let's look at the typical group class. You're in class with, let's say, let's say like it's a small to medium class. Let's say there's 15 people in this class. And it's a one-hour class, could be all the time. How much coaching are you getting? You know what you're doing, more or less. Somehow you've arrived in this room. You're ready to work out. There's some sort of preparation and a warm-up piece. And then depending on what kind of style of class you're attending, there's a long workout or maybe there's like a strength skill portion and then a workout and maybe there's like a stretch cool down thing. How much one-on-one, person-on-person, a coach only speaking to you and only talking about something going on with you? a problem, an issue, a correction, uh, or noticing something good. You know, reinforcing 
things are going well, noticing stuff that you're doing correctly, how much time of that do you get? I mean, if, if it is equitably distributed, if all 15 people are getting the same amount of time, it, it couldn't be more than four minutes, right? 15 times four is 60. And hopefully the coach is not just having 15 individual conversations and never speaking to the whole group. That would be bad. Now, a good coach can make it feel like you are being attended to a lot. And that is part of the gig. It just is. Uh, and hopefully a good coach speaking to the group is very clear, is communicating in lots of different ways, is using visual and oral and tactile cues to try and communicate in as many different ways as possible so everyone in the group can get something of value uh, and possibly even tailoring it to the group that's there using different language, setting up different ways, all of that stuff. But at the most, you're probably getting, you know, maybe two minutes of one-on-one -on -one time. It's not devaluing the group time, two minutes of one-on-one -on -one time. What do you think could be done if that person, if no one else was in the class and you were the only person that coach had? Assuming, again, they're doing their job, and I, I, almost every coach I know wants to do a good job. There's very few people that I've run into that are truly just burned out or somewhere else. I mean, no one, no one's doing this for the money. No one is doing it, uh, you know, because to, as a placeholder for the other thing. Uh, more often, ways the other way around. We find people, who, you know, want wish they were coaching full time, want to be a full time coach but have this other job that's a placeholder for now. But if you have 60 minutes, one-on-one, -on -one, or even 45 minutes, 45 minute session can be super value. 45 minutes of one-on-one -on -one focus time from this coach, imagine how much you could get done as you're warming up. Like, oh, actually, uh, try this, this, oh. Um, oh, you, you say that in this warm-up that we, we typically do, you never kind of understand this this third part that is part of our standard warm-up never really resonated with you. Well, great. I'm a good coach with a pretty big toolbox. I'm going to try three or four or five different things until we find something that makes sense to you. And then we'll go with that. And now your toolbox got bigger. Now you have other tools you can use. It is immensely satisfying as a coach, and this is also for the coaches out there, to work with someone one-on-one for 45 or 60 minutes on a problem that they already know they have because that is so much easier to solve. Now, they may, may not know why they have the problem. Maybe they have a guess. But they're like, ah, you know, whenever I do this, whenever I try and clean, like I just, I, I hit the bar and it bangs away from me. And I, I don't know what's going on. And to the coaches who've been doing this for a while, you probably already have a couple of guesses. I bet you can already describe one or two avatars who have that problem and what the problem likely is. And if you could get them one-on-one, -on -one, some things you would do to fix it that you cannot do in group classes. In a group class with 15 people, it would be completely irresponsible of me to stop a class and put you in front of a wall and attach a band to your bar and put a bunch of tactile cues in your way and make you do a new 17-part warm-up that goes to a very specific bar path and then take you over to this other side of the room with some dumbbells and a box, and we're going to go through some extension tightening drills, 
and then take you to the rings so we can see what like real lap tension feels like, and then back to the bar to see if that pull makes sense anymore. You know, I just, that's probably, I just described 11 minutes. And it would be unprofessional and irresponsible of me to do that in a group class, and I would never do it. It would be wrong. You would probably feel awkward if we did that. If I stopped the whole class and only talked to you for 11 minutes, you would recognize it wasn't right, and it's not what you showed up for. So, here's another way. One-on-one -on -one personal training. Should it be the only thing you do? In some cases, yes. If you are brand new to exercising, don't know what you're doing, don't know where to go, scared, intimidated, having someone that you are cool working with can be an amazing way to get started in fitness and really make you feel comfortable. You learn where things are. You learn how things feel. There's no pressure on you to go faster, slower, or the same as anyone else. Incredibly valuable. Uh, I have certainly helped uh, a large handful of people start fitness from zero with that kind of uh, progress, with that kind of, you know, several times a week, usually two or three times a week, one-on-one -on -one personal training. If you are, and now the roadblock we often run into, uh, I think of it as a roadblock, and it's sort of mental on, on several sides of this debate, are people who are already kind of working out. They do something. Maybe they go to a group class two, three, four, five, six times a week. Maybe they have some background in exercise, and they go to like a group thing once or twice a week, or maybe they go to their big box gym a couple of times a week, and they kind of know what they're doing, and, you know, their $20 a month membership is fine, and it's okay, and really they just, they just want to, they're not trying to be a, a professional athlete, they're just competing. And a lot of times when you talk to these people, they're not super happy with their progress. And coaches perk your ears up here because there's a relatively easy path you can walk people down. And people, there's a pretty easy path you can walk yourself down. Uh, this isn't tricky. It's not slimy. We're not, you know, no one's trying to offload a used car here. What we're trying to do is solve problems that you probably already know you have. So pick, pick a fitness problem an exercise thing, a nutrition thing, a movement thing, a uh, I, it hurts when I do this kind of thing, that's your problem. And coaches pick someone you work with, uh, maybe a couple of people, and just name a problem they have, whatever it is. I wish I had, you know, I want to be able to do a pull-up, I can't squat this much, uh, whenever I try and do a handstand, I get archy here, I bike, I feel like I don't understand how to put any power into the bike. I'm just never getting faster. Uh, I, I, I've been eating this way for a while and nothing's changing. Whatever your problem is, great. We've identified the problem. We know it exists. Uh, and, and let's assume that's true because, because you identified it for yourself. It's not someone else noticing it for you. You're doing the noticing. So usually we would have that step of a coach sort of reinforcing like, hey, I, it looks to me or I notice that this is happening. Is that true? You would say, yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, great. Sorry for all the noise, walking through the traffic. Next question. All right, what have you done to fix it? What have you done to try and make that go away? And maybe the answer is nothing. Uh, I don't know. Like I show up and I, you know, I sit in the foam roller for a couple of minutes and, uh, and I hope that works. Uh, yeah, you know, I watched some YouTube videos about, like, staying really tall, so I'm, I was thinking about staying really tall. Um, yeah, I was doing a, 
you know, when I do a handstand against the wall, I'm trying to think about my heels poking up through the ceiling because I heard someone say that. Whatever, whatever the fixture thing is. Uh, great. So we have a thing you've tried to fix it, or maybe a bunch of things you've tried to fix it. Why do you think that hasn't worked? What is the issue that you're facing here? Why do you think it is not solving the problem? And maybe you don't know. I don't know. I, or, well, I know I should be doing this, but uh, I just find it really hard to be consistent. I don't really like doing it on my own. Well, I did this, but you know, I just can't feel it. Like, I know it's supposed to be this, but I don't understand. All right, great. Now we've identified the problem. Uh, we've already tried to fix it on your own. We're sort of getting around the reasons why it hasn't worked, or at least teasing those out a little bit. The next question, and this is a big one, is it really a priority for you? Is it something you care about? Is it something you wish you could fix, that you actually want to concentrate on doing some work on? Or six months from now, if you still have the same problem, is that okay? And that's and the answer might be, oh no, I don't I don't actually care about it. You know, I, I had this thing where like I wish I could back squat five hundred pounds, but I don't actually care and I feel like it would be some work, pardon me folks. And yeah, yeah, it's not really a priority. But a lot of times, yeah. Like I've this problem has been going on for weeks or months or people, sometimes years. Oh, okay. So we have a problem, we agree it's a problem. We know you've uh, tried to do some stuff to fix it. We know it hasn't worked, and it's a big priority for you. And coaches, perk your, perk your little ears back up. I honestly believe at this point, it is irresponsible of you to not offer to fix the, help fix the problem. If I could make some time would you want to get together and see if maybe we can work about fixing this? And that doesn't mean you are not offering the 40 minutes magic pill. Oh yeah, so your knee uh, your, your knee doesn't feel good when you squat, uh, and it's been that way for 18 months. Well, 40 minutes with me, and your knee will never hurt again. Don't say that. Or if someone says that, walk away from them because they're lying to you. But we can probably get together. And I'm a big fan of the one-on-one -on -one free assessment. Like, get together, do a little movement assessment, you know, probably somewhere between 10 and 30 minutes. Oh, okay, well, I see this and this and this and this. Okay, well, I notice, okay, we have some, like, movement deficits and some things we can work on and some proprioceptive pieces and some sort of raw strength deficits. Oh, uh, great. So, I mean, we could probably get a lot done in this if you, depending on what your schedule is and how severe it is, if you meet with me twice a week for the next six weeks or three times a week for the next eight weeks or whatever it is. For solving a specific problem, you probably need a specific plan. And this comes back to the bedrock of, of what Feel Strong is, where we do, you know, most of our business is individual workout design. We are personal training from afar, trying to craft a plan for your individual goals. Personal training, one-on-one -on -one personal training, is that in a super concentrated way. We are, we are adapting and adjusting and changing things in real time, face-to-face -face with you. I mean, what is more valuable than that, truly?
Like this thing has been a problem for three, four, five months, maybe more. And in the next six weeks, I think we can make really significant progress toward fixing it. That's amazing. Now, for those of you who are like, yeah, I don't really have a problem, but I would like to work on stuff. Like, there's nothing I want to do three times a week. That's, that's a lot, and it's expensive, and blah, 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 blah. Another version of this is monthly maintenance sessions. And maybe these lead to other things, but I'm a big fan. If you're someone who is doing three, four, five group fitness classes a week, take the time at least once, if not twice a month, meeting one-on-one with a coach you trust, who you respect, who knows what you're doing, and doing a one-on-one session. It's a great refresher. It's a great check-in. It's a great progress piece. And what I do a lot, and coaches, I, I think this is really useful. I wouldn't be shooting my mouth off if I didn't think it was of use to somebody. Uh, you can give them homework. So we'll do you know, a one-on-one personal training session. Someone comes in and they want to work on name, name your thing. They want to work on their pull-up. They want to work on their front squat. They want to work on getting better on a stationary bike. Uh, they want to have a nutrition talk, and they really want to talk about supplements. Great, 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 great. Come on in. We'll do this. As we're doing it, I'm taking notes, developing a plan, seeing what I do, and say, all right, well, check it out. This is really good. We did some good work today. Uh, uh, it's not all magically fixed in 45 minutes. However, I see a path forward, and this is what it would be. And maybe it's if you want to meet one-on-one once a week for the next six weeks on top of the group fitness classes you're taking, and I can tell you what days you should probably come in because I'm a coach and I know what workouts we're doing ahead of time, then we can get a ton of work done. Alternately, if you want to keep our just once every two weeks, once every three weeks, whatever it is y'all are doing, I'm going to give you some homework for that that you can do on your own. Here's, you know, 15 minutes of work that you can do three or four times a week. And maybe it's some warm-up, maybe it's some rehab-prehab, maybe it's some small strength skill pieces. Uh, when you're warming up in group classes, instead of this, I want you to do this little part. I'm going to tell the other coaches that that's okay because we're working on something really specific. Now you're getting more done on your own and flying forward when you're one-on-one with a coach. Okay, I think I made my point about why you should one-on-one personal training. And if you don't, uh, and if you don't agree, then, then you're not going to agree with me. Um, coaches, oh, and if, and if you think it's too expensive, then you don't understand the value. I think I'm going to do a longer podcast on that because uh, the, the way people pursue value in the fitness industry is really messed up. It's really unfortunate. And this is true for uh, members, athletes, people who are paying, as well as coaches, as well as, uh, I think, owners and people at the very top, you know, the, the owners of giant fitness companies really misunderstand value in the fitness industry in a pretty fundamental way that I find upsetting and damaging. But we're not going to talk about that right now because it is a value, and I hope I've made that point. Coaches, one-on-one personal trading is incredibly fulfilling. You can get a ton done. You can change people's lives in 45 minutes. I have, at this point, I could not tell you how many people have burst into tears after a really good session. It is now completely normal. 
because they haven't had this kind of attention and care and see the possibility that things can be better and that things can change. That is huge. It's also, well, it's also, you know, jumping off the value thing that I'll talk about for a brief moment, a way to make money. And uh, uh, you, whatever coaches, you and I both know how much you make. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice, I have a pretty good idea of what it is, and it's not enough. All of your clients make more than you do. And I know that we didn't get in this for the money, but there is no reason that you have to live uh, a worse lifestyle than you wish you could. There's no reason you can't be relatively comfortable helping people changing lives and saving the world. These things can and should marry together. But the big thing, changing people's lives, making a little bit of money, nothing will make you a better coach. And this is for the group fitness people, the group, the, the group coaches out there who are like, yeah, 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 Justin, I get it, but I just like, I'm, I'm a really good group fitness coach. I need 25 people and I can just run this energy and it's like playing a symphony and man, that's what I'm really good at. Group classes are a great place. I mean, that. group classes are an easy place for a coach to hide their deficiencies. There's no one who's coaching, myself included, I did this, I remember when I did it, who hasn't been in a big class with lots of stuff happening, and there's someone over in the corner who's doing something that's not quite right. They're like moving a little funny, and it's not like, they're, they're kind of pumping the barbell and smashing it into themselves, and something, and they're bending their elbow weird, and up, live truck, live truck. Sorry about that, folks. That's what happens when you record on the street. Uh, so, someone who's moving funny in a corner, and there's 22 other people in the room, and you're not sure how to solve the problem. Like, oh man, something's wrong, but I don't really know what, and I don't have a lot of time, and I know my class plan says I need to get to the next thing in three minutes, and they're not hurting themselves. They're just, like, it's just not great. I need some time to fix it, and you don't say anything. Hopefully you come over to them later on and give them some attention and fix some things and reinforce some good stuff. But you just, you, you recognized a problem and you didn't solve it. Now, is that because you didn't know how to do it? Is that because you didn't know what to do? I think the answer is maybe. And I'm telling you, one-on-one, -on -one, there's no place to hide. Where one person is just looking at you and waiting for you to guide them for the next 55 minutes, you have to have your act together. And yes, it might, if you've never done this, it's scary. And it's going to be a little scary. And nothing will sharpen your blade to a finer point than one-on-one -on -one personal training. Your toolbox will get deep. You will be forced to do more research. You'll get better and better. And that's just the way it is. So, coaches, athletes, members, clients, it's really important. I know it's not how we spend all of our time. But nothing is more valuable, and nothing can make you move forward faster. All right, I'm just about at work. I'm going to refill this coffee and uh, go throw down with some of these wonderful people that I get to spend my, uh, I guess we're at 5.59. I guess I've been talking for a long time. Uh, it's not 5.59 yet. It's 5.29. Have a wonderful day. I hope this is of some use. We are doing a Q&A soon, so feel free to reach out and feel strong.